2: And welcome back to Mum's the Word, the parenting podcast. I'm Georgia Jones and I'm your host for this week. So this week I want everybody to do a big old cheers for me because I have finally got to the end of my solo parenting stint. Danny, my husband, will be back from tour and um, I'm going to be handing the uh, parenting duties over to him. I think I'm going to take myself off for like a retreat for a week (laughs) that's wishful thinking today's guests are ollie and gareth Locke. ollie is a tv personality who is most well known for his time on made in chelsea and celebrity big brother and gareth was commercial director of tweed fashion brand holland cooper they are a lovely husband and husband duo and together they run a podcast called newly dads so go give it a listen Their struggle when it came to a surrogate birth was well documented on Made in Chelsea. However, they have now become daddies to twins, thanks to surrogate mother, Rebecca Ward. Welcome to the podcast. So today's guests are Ollie and Gareth Locke. Welcome, boys.
1: Thanks very much. Thanks very much for having us.
2: So Gareth and Ollie have two little babies, twins, twins. Cosme Co- oh my god Cosme I can't what's what wrong with Cosima. me do you know I did this podcast the other day with Kelsey who is one of the presenters and I kept calling her Chelsea
1: I understand I've done that
2: I, I think it's just this level of exhaustion I'm at at the moment because obviously I'm solo parenting
1: that is mum's the word though that's about it isn't it that's yeah. something that's, that is that is. We people don't talk about it but you do it's exhausting yeah being a parent is exhausting it's okay to be exhausted as well
2: do daddies get like brain fog like yeah it's because obviously you know we've the hormones so i didn't know whether it was like a hormone thing or whether it's just a exhaustion thing do
3: you know what i felt really bad about saying this but like baby brain when you're in it and you get like sleep deprivation and everything of course you get that because you're just exhausted yeah. like there is being when they were first born we were feeding them every two hours so you're waking up throughout the night we've got twins obviously and the, the, both of us have to wake up because we're doing it at the same time yeah so the sleep deprivation i think you know beyond obviously Women, when they go through pregnancy and give birth, like the hormones and everything, yep, throws you out of whack. But just the general exhaustion of actually just having a newborn baby. Mm-hmm. So I think well, we-
1: it's completely fair. Obviously, we didn't get paternity or maternity or all like that because yeah. that's just not a part of our job. We're all freelancers. We all work for each other and, uh, and ourselves. And the difficulty with that is that we were filming the day after we came back from U. and we haven't stopped working since. So we haven't had any time whatsoever to kind of actually just chill. And when you do chill... Sounds awful, doesn't it? But you want a glass of wine.
2: Oh god, yeah. And so and, <laughs> you end up with a hangover and
1: you're like, Oh god for fuck's sake, this isn't great.
2: Well, I know it's a constant battle of I want to try and enjoy myself when I can have that glass of wine, but also I've got to parent. Also I've got to work. And I'm knackered. And it's just that constant, like, vicious circle, isn't it?
1: There was a couple of days, wasn't there, when I was like I looked we looked at ourselves, I think, we were like I looked disgusting. I was like, I, I haven't put any fake tan on. My beard looks absurd. My, and my hair was disgusting. It was all grey. And I was like, we need literally a day of just a bit of TLC. Self-care. Because I look dreadful.
2: Yeah. Do you know, you don't realise how important those self-care days are when you become a parent. Like, literally, just putting a bit of fake tan on yeah. and like... Oh, shaving your... Well, not... Shaving your bits. I mean, shaving your bits. Yeah, I mean, I think you have some bits of shaving, I I, I actually beat mine.
3: No, well, it's kind of you look look at your partner or you look at yourself in the mirror and you think, right, I've just had kids, but I do still have a partner. So you've kind of got to be like, I do still need to make an effort. Mm -hmm. It's such a big thing because basically, like nothing will ever prepare you for your first child because basically your life is this yeah. and then suddenly the baby's born and it's there and you have to be responsible and then you like the man normally comes in and then suddenly they're responsible like it's it's suddenly such this big change to like your schedule in life and nothing will pay for that because you're basically like there's
1: this other human that is you're completely responsible for
2: oh absolutely and which makes
1: no sense to me whatsoever because we're meant to be the most intelligent creatures on the planet and yeah. yet it takes us Three years to to end up walking and, and talking.
3: I know and the answer to this. this.
0: I knew you I know were, the answer you, to this.
2: you do love research. I do Donnie love. Garrett. I do love
3: knowing. Point. So basically, because of the way that we have formed, um, if because of people's hips, where they walk upright, they've got narrower. Mm. Babies have to be born basically premature if a human was to carry a baby to the extent where it could come out and walk like a normal animal it would be 2 years gestation but you can't have that so they're born with like all the skull and different bits and whatever and they take longer to develop so the brain develops outside the
1: body more than it develops inside the body
2: yeah, for someone yeah. that's
1: had a baby inside you, what do you think about two years' gestation?
2: Well, I, think, I don't think I'd have a, a, a fanny left <laughs> for a start. And also I'd have extreme <laughs> internal injuries. I mean, you'd be in
1: real <laughs> trouble, I think. <laughs> I think like, how I big was that. Cooper when he was born, anyway? He was
2: quite big. He was nearly eight pounds. Well, there
1: you go. So well, imagine you two remember, years. Do you
2: not remember the, the fun fact of when Cooper came out? I told you, didn't I? How he oh, dived out. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, don't I've mean. never
2: said this on a podcast Oh, before. my God, but I know, I know what you're going to say. Yeah, but I don't mind saying it. The, 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 the world might quite like this this. Five. There you go. I, do remember it, I know exactly. I know exactly right. what it was. So when, when Cooper came out, for anyone that doesn't know, and I do like to tell people this because I find it quite funny, when Cooper came out, you know how babies are born. Did, did Cosima and Apollo have long nails when they Long-ish, came Longish, yeah, yeah. yeah, certainly. And um, Cooper did have quite long nails, and he came out and he hooked his finger onto my clitoris and tore it. It's, was, what, I had to have my clitoris uh, stitch.
1: My favourite thing about this is one day I'm really excited to discuss with Cooper the fact that he once accidentally played his mum's clitoris. <laughs> it's just uh, the most horrific oh my of things. God.
2: No, please, please. Oh, no, I need to take this back now because one day he might listen to this podcast and like.
3: It's amazing. Oh no, god, this you is, should listen is, to our this podcast. Is when, this is when Cooper's
2: gonna be bullied. It's you know you fine. Your mom's P- clit, right? Both,
1: both, <laughs> both parents are in the entertainment industry. What's to expect? Like everything's <laughs> gonna be a bit mental anyway. I
2: know I did say that. There's only a certain amount of time we're going to be able to do this. There's only a certain amount of time Cooper is going to agree to be in like photos with me and or have no choice. <laughs> Mind you,
1: I did see that video the other day of Danny with him on stage oh, on his shoulders, cute. and it's just the cutest thing in the world. It does make you really go, hmm that's the cutest thing in the entire world oh, ever no. well, i think jls then stole the idea and brought their kids on i yeah, saw a couple t- days later t- totally copied
2: yeah so they
1: <laughs> they're, not, they're not as cool
3: it's yeah, fine yeah, yeah. it's not as cool it's not as rock and roll asking that question to other people about the tearing thing yeah. has, has it is it a common thing or are you just a one-off no
2: no it was quite quite unusual i think yeah they said it was a graze which what is what they call it when if you have like a little tear that needs stitches they call them grazes I was like, this is not a grist. <laughs> it's not damaged it.
1: I was going to say, this is... So you actually had to... At that point, they would have had to have sewn...
2: They stitched stitched my clitoris. Were well, they
1: dissolvable stitches? Yes. Okay, fine. That's, well,
3: <laughs> From that's what fine I remember, thing. I mean, it was a down
2: there. So I have no, no idea what, what went on. It's not now. Little do people realise, it does pretty much, like, look as it was... But after quite a while, it swells, you know? Like these are yeah, things yeah. you guys will never, well, I, s- I,
1: never I, see. I, I bet it does. Yes, I've- I, I, Well, I, you've
2: seen, you've seen fannies. Back in yeah yeah, 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 many. But I mean- <laughs> Many. 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 eight, eight mean, in real life. Oh, I mean, there might be what, eight. Yeah, eight really? in real life, wow. yeah. That's, That's a, segue. a good number, yeah, Well, not as high as his, but oh, well. Was that a little dick?
1: <laughs> no, I was just fucking beautiful when I was young.
2: I think you've seen more. And I
1: wasn't. No, I was just, I was impeccable.
2: You still are beautiful, both of you. I was saying this, they're, they're looking fabulous at the moment. don't know what your trick is, but I'd like some of it, please. Nannies. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to get a full face, please. Full-time help. at some Botox. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, you've had loads of Botox, haven't you? I, I a couple of weeks so. ago I did, because I looked at myself and I was like, I look homeless. I, like, I, I actually... I look like I live under a bridge.
2: What are your thoughts on, like, aging? I know this is a bit off topic, but, like... Do it disgracefully, would you say?
3: There's two things to it. One, it's just general health and well-being. So like hydration, like collagen, whatever. Just so that you age slower. I'm not one for like thinking I'm gonna get a facelift one day. But You're I, I do like both you, are not. You thought I was. No, I don't
2: know, I don't think you need to. I <laughs> no. just mean, I, I would have thought I with a you little, would have gone. At the moment. Oh my God! Don't like honestly, my jowls can't even. Let's not look at them because I know you you two are just gonna look at them now for the rest of the podcast.
3: I'm I'm more about preservation. Yeah, you know, not like Botox or like looking like like full-on Kenny Rogers sort of style. I'm thinking like you know, look look good. As
1: a man, you've got to be slightly careful because if you go down that route too quickly, too soon. You can look really puffy, and I think a lot of guys thought they lose their collagen, then they puff up a bit, and then yeah. you end up starting like Zachoff from front photos. Yeah, there
2: job no yeah, he
1: came no, out i so just not. think that's. oh it wasn't no it's all, all yeah. done yeah uh, but it's not very good work no. they puffed him up and yeah. you can't look puffy it, no no it was it was
3: because he started filming again after that so basically it now looks a lot better because it's a bit like madonna before the tour she's just done she just yeah. had a load of work done yeah. and then it was a facelift and basically now when she's on stage she actually looks incredible right now, but it was just right. it was a lot because she went back in the public eye
1: too quickly yeah. not that that's a bad <laughs> thing do we want but <laughs> yes i will be having work yeah. I will continue to do that I've had my first Botox ever At 24 I believe I was And I remember It, it was that date almost And it's a quite a Morose way to remember this But I remember Getting the notification That Peaches Guild Had died as soon as I, so That's longer it was But I was having My face injection While, while reading that uh, And that was the first Ever time I had it done And I was 24 years old oh. And it was preventative At that point And actually I don't think I look Nearly 70 I think I, <laughs> I look alright
2: I don't look like I'm in my late 50s. Yeah. How old are you both, by the way? I'm
1: 37 in March.
2: Are
1: you? Um, I'm 34.
2: <laughs> You're 34 now. Oh. I am me, and, a baby. me and Gareth from back to Birthday Twins, aren't we? We are Birthday Twins, yeah, 6th of December. December yeah. That's so
3: weird, isn't it? What are we doing for our birthday? Oh, it's a, oh. We should do something together.
2: our, our management Christmas party. Oh, that's the 7th. Oh, that's the 7th, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll be attending our management Christmas party. Slightly hungover, probably. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Right, going back to parenting. Is yes. That, this is what we're here to talk about. So, obviously, you guys... Are together. You are married. You are husband and husband. And because of that, there was no natural way to uh, conceive. <laughs> yeah, we shagged so much. And it, yeah. that really it just ind- wasn't working. Thing. Nothing it was just happening. Nothing happened, yeah. Nothing happened. His eggs
1: weren't being released.
2: Like, how did you even decide what route to go down? Because obviously there's so many different paths you can travel what conversation what was the conversation you had to start so off
3: with? i think basically it started i had always been open to the idea of having kids and i can't remember were we married at this time or engaged, engaged. or engaged, yeah, or engaged yeah. at the time and i we'd spent the afternoon with binky and india and ollie after that i think suddenly got his head around the idea of having kids and then having that in his life because he's always thought kids weren't really yeah. on, on the cards for him and for numerous reasons after seeing that and sort of different dynamic shift He then turned around to me and was like, look, I'm I'm actually open to doing this. And it was, I sort of parked the idea and it wasn't, I was like, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. And then we sort of went down the route and then we sort of talked about the options, adoption or going down the route of IVF and sort of being open to all of them. But actually, when you look at it, things like adoption are so difficult. We spoke to a few people that had done it and they'd gone all the way to the end and been down this road for like two, three years. And then suddenly they've turned around and they're like, right, the kid you thought you were getting, you're you're no longer getting. And then they start the process over again.
1: Elton John famously went through it with two of the kids that he tried to adopt from um, from Africa. And the press got hold of the fact that they are adopting these two children. Mm. And the mother turned around and said, no, I want to keep them there. And so, because of it's Elton John, kind of thing, like that, so the woman kept after this whole process. Elton John has still looked after those kids forever and has put them through education and still close with them but he blames the press for not having his children like he, he yeah, went through the surrogacy uh, route at the end but obviously he'd completely fall in love with these children and yeah. spent a lot of time with them and then the press got hold of it and and then
2: and it's such a process isn't it like you you have no idea when you hear about like people adopting children you just think oh, it probably takes like a year max but it, it isn't the case at all and there's so much that goes into it and it's it's yeah. a it's a bloody long process
3: one of our friends came around and said well why are you doing why are you doing IVF why didn't why didn't you adopt and I and this is my friend who's got two other biological children I was like well you've just had another kid why didn't you adopt because like, yeah. I can have kids normally and I'm like well I, we can have kids now yeah. no yeah. I can have kids naturally and I was like well we can have kids naturally as well do yeah. IVF yeah
0: exactly um, and
3: it's kind of like you just don't sort of look at the entire picture and I mean there's loads of ups and downs to everything you do but like so we started we did IVF and it took for nearly four years, it was uh, hell.
2: So, how did you find? Because uh, Bex, uh, Rebecca, but you call her Bex, so yeah. yeah, Bex. Yeah. She was the lovely lady that carried the babies for you, wasn't she? How did you even go about like finding her? How do you? How does that process even, even begin?
1: We were lucky. <gasps> In Britain, it's not the easiest situation because the laws are quite archaic and they're quite mm. difficult and they just they just need renewing, basically. I've talked yeah. about it quite a lot. But we happened to be on Maiden Chelsea talking about the fact that we were going to go through this journey and, uh, and she DM'd us.
0: Did she? And yeah. we had
1: quite a few DMs and we spoke to different people and it ended up that, that Bex, we we had had a surrogate before which who had DM'd us as well, but... After a couple of failed attempts, we were advised by a doctor to maybe uh, just try someone else just in case it was a a problem. Anyway, luckily, Bex had messaged us. And... We spoke to her. There's a lot of tests you have to go through. A lot of psychology bits. There's there's counselling, counselling, all sorts of stuff. Really? Yeah, yeah. legally. Yeah, right. With
2: her, yeah, yeah. With her and her, her
1: family,
3: basically yeah. as well, like her partner, Yeah, et she's got
2: children, hasn't she? She does.
3: Yeah. 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 You you to be a surrogate in the UK legally, you have to have had children. So oh. it basically, you can understand what it is going to be, even though uh-huh. it, even though it's not her egg, and basically we put an embryo in her that nothing DNA wise to do with that. Oh, okay. They have to understand, you know, you're going to go through this process. You have to have understood what it is to have a child. And then we do all the counselling with her because you're going through this thing together. Like she, she carried our child for best part of seven months. <laughs> They'll premise you all, but the best part yeah. of seven months, you know, that's a long time. And it's there, she's with them the entire time. So yeah. you have to understand the gravity of what it is that you're going through. And it's so, not just her, yeah, it's, it's her stuff. family.
1: It's her yeah. her sons, her her partner, her everything that has to deal with everything when we're not there.
2: Yeah, with a very pregnant woman
1: and lots of yeah. hormones going lots everywhere the hormones, and, yeah. and the fact that she is not keeping the child at the end even though it's not biologically yeah. her there's obviously a there is obviously a sentimentality when it comes to you carrying the baby and she has to be physically and mentally prepared that yeah. that baby will be given to someone else yeah
2: of course um, that
1: you've grown but we, I spoke to her this morning even I, mm. I, 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 I speak to her a lot
2: yeah I've met her and actually have you've I? met her it's yeah yeah. yeah she is
1: lovely and she's coming down in a couple of weeks and we'll spend some time with her
3: and it's important and is important.
2: she going to stay quite in the babies' lives, then
3: yeah, it should be auntie bags, and when like yes. they have her kids like cousins, then essentially, oh, that's so
2: it's sweet.
1: really sweet.
3: I
2: love that. Well,
1: you remember they were all born in the same in the same. They were
3: the
2: grown in tummy.
1: the same tummy.
2: Yeah. So when you say it so the emb- the embryo the egg, sorry, did you what? How did you, what? How what happens? I'm confused. So can you explain?
3: So you go to an egg bank. Yeah. Um, and you go and you go through profiles and whatever right um, so
2: you, you kind of choose you're not allowed,
3: to, you their to, face, you're not allowed to see their face right. you can see the colour of their hair whatever their build etc but yeah. it's, it's one of those things in the UK where there's this sort of fine line between them over commercialising it and making it too accessible and a few sort of red flags for them so yeah. one of the big things they don't allow you to do is see the face because they kind of just want to probably make it a bit more difficult and a bit more of a sort of choice
1: to do but if you're a lesbian couple you can see the sperm donor well oh. you no! Know, no, you don't have to be lesbian. You can be anyone getting a sperm. Yeah, I mean,
3: for so, for so you
2: can see the sperm donor, but you can't see the egg, egg donor.
1: Correct. Yeah, which is complete that's inequality com- in sexes.
3: I
2: was going to say that's completely flawed, right? It's completely,
1: so flawed, completely flawed.
2: How I, do you know? It's so interesting though because. People that aren't going through this process have no idea about this.
1: It's not talked about as much no. because it is still, and I tell you why it's not talked about is because it is so incredibly expensive, and the NHS mm. won't do it. Yeah. For if you were a a uh, male gay couple in Britain going through this, um, you won't be able to do it in the NHS. You're not allowed to. Not because allowed. you're allowed. They say, well, you can make the embryos. We can do that for you. That's fine. But you're not allowed to use a surrogate, so there's nowhere to put it, there's nowhere to, nowhere to grow the, uh, the embryo. Wow. And so you have to spend money. So mm. if you're a low-income family in Britain and you are married to a man mm. and it is exciting and wonderful and you want a family, I'm afraid you're at the end of the road. Well, gay couples that go through this IVF thing, and like, bearing in mind it took us a while to do, ob- so
3: obviously your motivation is you want these kids so much mm. and there's, you've got so much love in your life that you want you want to have children. And actually, we met uh, we met a couple, Rob and Seb, the other day, who've got two wonderful sons, both eight years old, both twins, um, from IVF. Mm. And you meet the uh, children of people who've gone through IVF, and it is such a long process even if it's down to male female like infertility thing it is such a conscious process that is a lot of heart article on the way that when you get those kids you love them so much and you put so much into them that these kids are actually really exceptional like they're really yeah. interesting to talk to obviously their parents give them loads of time because they they love them so much and they've wanted them so much so yeah. for me even like there's this toss up because obviously nhs like doing gay surrogacy is it you know is it going to cost too much etc whatever however you've got these two parents that want kids so much and are going to give so much love to a kid how can you not allow something like that
2: mm. oh absolutely but do, it you, obviously you give so much to that kid but does that make it quite difficult when you are having a bad day or like you're just exhausted and you're like oh the baby's won't stop crying and this and that do you ever feel like that guilt of then complaining because you've put so much Into it. I I don't think anyone can. I think all
3: parents... like I always said this the other day on our podcast. I was like, I look at them at four in the morning after I've not had any sleep. And I just think what have I done? <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh
0: my <laughs> but, God, I went
2: like, through you, that phase. You step out of it, but what every parent gets there. Yeah.
3: Like every parent, like regardless of how, like anyone, can, like, the fact you get like you, normal birth, you're carrying a baby for nine months, you can look at your baby and be like, I hate you in this moment right yeah. now, however yeah. I do love you. But like, it's, 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 we're human, it's natural. You can't, it's not all sunshine and roses, is it?
2: No, of course it's not. And it's so funny, someone was talking to me the other day about like, what we go through as parents it's actually not normal for us to go through that much kind of like stress and exhaustion and learning something new and keeping something alive like it's all brand new we are doing it for the first time like we do not know what we're doing and it's like so much on us and we don't have a man i mean there's books but like you know every kid's different like do you find like but they're
1: completely, completely, different,
3: completely they're different. Just
2: completely different.
3: He's so basically any little discomfort he would absolutely hate changing his nappy. If I put a wet wipe on his cheeks to wipe some milk off, yeah. whatever, he would cry. He's only just stopped doing that, and Has now he? and now he's smiley, happy, whatever. And yeah. like I'd bath him miserable for two seconds then stops crying and looks at me and is like okay we'll deal with this and now he's actually just starting to become a bit more of a happy baby whereas she has been stoic as hell throughout the entire thing it's, yeah it's Do you know, i
2: noticed cosmo was like the chilled one yeah. absolutely when i was round at your guys she was um yeah she was the one that just laid there she was just like yeah whatever
1: she's hey. chilled yeah. Also she had to fight so hard because she was born at 2 pound 11. She was tiny oh, tiny tiny. tiny. He took the nutrients. <laughs> not <laughs> <laughs> the nutrients. God, he wanted to come out. Such a bloke. Yeah. She, she was not ready to come out. She was she looked like an alien. He was this oh, little Zoolander she. prince and he looked like a lip filler.
0: Did he? I mean, oh was my god like stop. A
1: stunning little baby and I love you, Cosy, so much, and you, you're so pretty now. But you were the ugliest thing I've ever <laughs> he seen. You looked like a roast chicken in a bag. <laughs> it was just horrendous. But um, she's really pretty now. We were slightly concerned at the beginning because oh. she had no fat on her. There was nothing. There, there, she, was jo- she was not ready to come out.
3: Just
2: Like a little baby where bird.
1: He wants to join the party
2: soon. He sooner. was ready. Yeah. It was.
3: It's funny because it was World Premature Day the other day, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And then you, there was so much stuff on social where you could see other people that have had kids, and he literally like takes you back to it. And I was looking at photos this morning in our bathroom. Which actually, because they were the first photos we had of the kids. So as soon as we got back from Nick Q, we'd had these like framed up and I was looking, they've got like the little like tube in the nose oh. and stuff like that. I was like, do so we need to change these now? Because <laughs> yeah, and means... you sort of forget how quickly they grow. Because now, like Coszy's actually probably the prettier one now.
1: Hello, my name is Mark Thompson, your guide aboard the Constellation Station Podcast. Tune in every Monday for your weekly guide to all things going on in the skies above the UK that week. From meteor showers to comets and eclipses to supernova explosions, I will have it all. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify,
3: Acast, or wherever you get your podcasts from. But until then, let's
1: hope for some clear skies. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing
3: your budget?
2: They'll keep changing, though. Like, it's mad how... Like, Cooper's just had his new school photos done. I was like, it's literally looked like he's been taken and just stretched, because now he's got a neck. Whereas before, there was no neck. This poor little kid... He's just a head on his shoulders and now he's like turning into this gorgeous you've little You've got like... quite
1: giraffe neck.
2: Have I? I always feel like I've got no neck because whenever I put a pole neck jumper on, I feel like it instantly gives me a double chin. I disagree. I've no, just you've, got a double you've, chin. You've, <laughs> I think, okay, that's sort of a normal I song. You've
1: got a long neck. I think you've got a long neck. I?
3: think you've got quite I? elegant, elegant neck. Yeah, you've neck. got a yeah, oh, very, very, nice. very good neck. How can you? Uh, yeah, you I've do got, have a long I don't think neck. Danny's got a particularly big neck. I'm no. sure no. trying to Yeah,
1: maybe it's Danny. Danny's got a short neck.
2: Short neck.
3: Do you have a thing with necks? Because no. you think your son had a short neck. And
2: do you I? You think
1: you've got a short neck.
3: Oh
2: my God, maybe I've are got you, a complex. You like, you're and, like a neckist. I've got a complex but with my neck. But the fact is, you
1: <laughs> have, you, ever since I've known you, you've always, you're, you're quite, you always pick bits like that of your own body oh, or whatever like that me? that you think, yes. Oh, God. Which I think is quite funny.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, and also extremely insecure. Considering I was a model for a lot of my well, life. you, you all miss Miss
1: World, weren't you?
3: I, mean,
2: I was Miss World, get lost. Well, no, no, no. But no, miss, no, England. miss England. Yeah. and you went
3: into the mess, Miss World competition. I did, competition. Go into Miss World. And what's our nickname for Georgia? Mess World. Mess World. Mess
2: World, because I'm a bit of a mess uh, yeah. a lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm I a worse. Really I a mess World. world. <laughs> mm. Going back to the, sur- the, sur- the surrogacy and the obviously the, the egg how long were they in um, NICU for? Five weeks. Five weeks. Yeah. Oh, that's a long time, isn't it? It was is. It yeah. up, was it up north or was it? In... It was
1: three weeks up north, two weeks, two weeks in London. Right. Yeah. Right. Born in Durham, and then yeah. uh, and then we moved to Sunderland. Do
2: you know it all makes sense because I remember a while back I said to you, "Oh, it was." I think it was you, Gareth. You'd put like a question box on Instagram, and you were like, "Ask me anything." So I messaged and said, "Who's your favorite Northerner?" Oh, am I your favorite Northerner? And your answer wasn't quite what I wanted. I know. And then then I realized a little bit later on that actually Bex is Northern. So I was like, okay, fine. Okay, she can maybe take the top title. No she, problem. Yeah,
1: there's, I mean, we love her very much. You're a close second. You're and a close second. Oh, do you remember I'm that Passag close... message off you?
2: Yeah, but you're like, <laughs> how, do, how do I answer this diplomatically? Yeah. Like, yeah. I can't say she is. <laughs> there's yeah. a woman carrying my children and you're not here. <laughs> <laughs> when you found out it was twins, were you like, oh shit? Or were you like, brilliant?
3: Do you know what? At the time I, I cried. I was like... And happy actually, tears? Happy tears, yeah, 100%. I Because I, we were away... And Ollie waited back at the chalet and I'd gone off on my own just to get my head like clear because we were waiting yeah. um, to get these results. It was a six-week scan. And then I remember getting the call from moles, and he said, yep, there's, there's a baby. And I was like, oh my God, And there's a heartbeat. And I was like, okay. And then in my head, I was like, oh, there's not two. And I was a bit like, oh, maybe I didn't want two And I was like, okay, so just one. He goes, no, it's twins. And I literally was like my heart like
1: flipped. I was it's ecstatic.
3: It?
2: It's funny when it gets taken away from you, you realize that you want it. Mm. In in the, it, it, it,
1: it. It's like in Friends. That's a funny little game. That's a dangerous little <laughs> game. No, Phoebe, Phoebe <laughs> pretends that she wasn't pregnant. It was very exciting, and that is exciting, because you know that you've waited for so long and suddenly two come along, which is amazing. Mm. You don't quite understand the magnitude of what two babies at the same time is like.
2: Yeah.
1: It's a lot. It's two of everything as well. What? But physically,
3: I the mean, amount of kids crap in our house just oh, me Oh,
2: honestly, like... I feel like every single person that is um, expecting a child or children says the same thing. No, our house won't be full of all that bright plastic stuff and it's just gonna be minimal and it'll still be clean. And then and then you have the babies and then you're like, oh, oh okay, it's, impos- it's impossible, like completely.
1: Uh, we are gonna try and stick to wooden. Wooden toys.
2: That will not happen. I honestly... Impossible. Right, okay, I'll see you. I'll see you in six months. You're yeah. just going to
3: buy a plastic I'm, toy for our kid, aren't you? That's what's going <laughs> to happen. Gonna buy, That's what going to do. I'm yeah. going to
2: buy a jumperoo, which is the noisiest, most hideous, but wonderful... Thing.
1: Is that the thing that
3: this goes on the. You just put
2: them in it and they just jump up and down. It's a bright lots of, yellow. It's, it's every single colour you could wish for. R- is this
3: Baby Bjorn or something? No. no.
2: There is a brand that do a very nice neutral. It's no, wooden.
3: And it, they're on Dragon's Den, aren't they they? see I have seen it. Yeah, I saw it. Then, a and it looks very good. I've but, actually just followed them on Instagram. Uh, yeah, but, and, me.
2: but then yeah, <laughs> the hashtag. If they get to I would say three and your house is not full of hideously coloured plastic shit i will eat my words i'll take you both for dinner well good and i'll buy you the most expensive thing on the menu done
1: deal that
2: but you have to do it for me if you do have plastic stuff
1: deal
3: fine okay,
2: okay.
0: good right fine. done done Understood. i actually
3: i bought my niece and nephew a toy from harrods that they both chose and came back to the house with it and it, one was this plastic thing that basically spat balls off in the air and, my, mm. and oliver went ballistic at me
2: i'm not surprised or mm. if anyone buys any child an instrument you know that that person secretly hates you.
3: I Do you know I learned the trick to this the other day, yep. right? Electric piano with headphones.
2: Yes, very good. Yeah. We, Cooper does have an electric guitar with headphones, but they prefer to hear it out loud. There's not much you can do about it. Is
1: Coop's learning any instruments?
2: Well, it, this has is he got his...
1: mum's has he got mum's instrumental <laughs> uh, value <laughs> or is he or ability Listen, or has he?
2: He's got my fine singing voice. That's all you need to know. Fine.
1: <laughs> lucky Coop. Yeah, lucky,
2: lucky Cooper. Um, no, he. We didn't want to push him, so I think what we've done is gone the opposite way and not push him. In the slightest. So now he's not bothered, which has kind of backfired on Danny more than me. Fine. Um, but I've said to Danny, this is your domain. If you want Cooper to learn an instrument, you need to, like, sort out the lessons and, cause I don't know, I don't know the first thing about music. Fine. You know, that's Danny's thing. So... Yeah, that's true. If you're listening to the podcast, darling, which I <laughs> don't think he does, um, then <laughs> could you get Cooper some lessons? That'd be great.
1: I think that's a lovely idea. Now, I wasn't particularly musical when it came to instruments. I could sing. You played I- the violin. Yeah, for like a week. Do you know the
3: audacity of this? He learnt it for a week and then he went busking.
2: Oh. I was
3: like, how desperate were you? Not
1: very good at
2: asking. No, that. no. Did you, what did
1: you, what did you make? Oh, no, te- pennies. Tem- tempe. <laughs> uh, yeah, literally, well, that was, it was a school I was busking and it was for tempe chips so I could ring my mother.
2: Oh, that is such a strings, yeah, isn't it? it my heart. The
1: fact that his mum wasn't giving him the money to begin with in order to have the call. Is but popular. you had to knock on the staff room door and say, "and say, excuse me, please, may I please have 10p so I could call mum? And they used to give you 10p and then put it on the bill. And then you would to go there and you just put the 10p in the thing and then call mum and you probably got about two minutes to speak to mum. But it sounds so, a
2: bit like
1: prison. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Boarding school, isn't it? <laughs> boarding, Not board, far board, off.
2: Uh, boarding school for you. <laughs> yeah, it, it
1: was. I mean, I was also, we're talking... 25 years ago. 35 years. No, 25 years ago. <laughs> 25, 35. Years. No, it was longer 29. than nine years. Imagine,
2: ago. imagine how much it costs to call your mum now. Well, well, it's no, free. it's, it's free. free. It's free. Unlimited controls, oh, yeah. Now. <laughs> <laughs> unlimited data.
1: I'm a video Oh
2: my God, don't. We were talking about this before. We were talking about how we're going to be speaking to our kids and saying, We didn't have internet.
3: Oh, I had internet. Oh, I didn't oh, have internet. Oh, okay, oh, you too. No, I'm younger than you both. Hurt. That yeah. actually hurt I
2: <laughs> dial up. I did. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we were talking about dial-up. No phone. Did you have a phone?
3: I Always had. None. Right, okay. So I've had the same number since I was nine on contract.
2: Wow.
1: Can, can we just discuss the fact that, that I've said this a million times before, Gareth was a spoilt, spoilt. No, <laughs> I, wasn't. I wasn't.
2: at all. Um, oh oh my gosh are you are you gonna send the kids to do you reckon you'll send the kids to like it depends how
1: exhausted
3: school. we are <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah it depends how well behaved i they quite
1: are. like the idea of it from 13 because okay. it taught me a lot but weekly boarding they would over yeah, yeah so come I, I would not be able yeah. to see them I and I'd i would like to choose a school that didn't do saturday school if possible because i did saturday school all of my life oh. and then on saturday afternoons i would then go to stagecoach Wow, and then Sunday mornings I would go to church with Mum, have a roast dinner, and go straight back to school. So I never had a time to my own.
2: Yeah, that's not much time just to be like a child, you know. know, and just like do like dig in in the dirt or something. Didn't, didn't, have know, dig, dirt. didn't have time
1: for it. Didn't, didn't have, have time for it. No time to
2: dig in the dirt. <laughs> Is there anything like? Did you feel kind of ready going in, or do you reckon like we?
3: I think the biggest tool we had was those five weeks of NICU because we learned from like experts yeah. like pediatric nurses like maternity nurses who were like teaching us how to change nappies like in an incubator and like showing us like you know you need x amount of milk 165 mils per kilo for a child over a day and you divide it down like it was that because actually we we hadn't done any of the NCT classes. Because we were, we thought we were going to be doing them for the six weeks leading up to the birth.
2: Oh, right, um, yeah, of course.
3: And so we were sort of green on it. And I'm so stubborn that basically I don't want t- anyone telling me what to do. I like either Google it or I, I would just. That's will a
2: Sagittarius just, in us. I'm, cause not I'm the such same. A
3: sag. Like, I'm Which such is why a sag. also
1: we don't have any baby friends. Yeah. So we don't have a. a, a don't have a. Um, We've got like Binky. A, a group. We've got Binky, but. Binky's the hardest person in the world to get hold
3: of. <laughs> I, do you know what? Actually, the other day we were with her and I was like, you know when like a friend of yours has a baby and you don't have a baby and suddenly they, you never see them again? Yeah,
2: you get excluded. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't want to be
3: that person. Yeah. And then I was with Binky the other day and I was like, oh, actually, I'm becoming this person. Like, I actually, it's, it's so convenient to have baby friends.
2: I guess it's because they understand. Because I remember, mm. like, when my sister had babies and I didn't, I, I remember thinking, like, how how can she not have a conversation for five minutes with me instead of running off with her kid or, you know, and it, I, I was quite selfish still at that point. Cause I feel like you, you can't be quite as selfish when you have a kid, can you? Like you've got to like give a bit more.
3: I must say a bit there more. is one thing, and I'll see if you agree to this, but I have, we have used the kids as an excuse every now and again, even because we're just a bit tired or we're like, oh, we can't do that, the kids aren't very well or
1: something like we have, we have, don't give full away secrets. A handful so of time. We are talking to a lot of parents right now, yeah. and I'm sure you've done the same thing. where
3: have And actually, do you know what it is? It's I sort of just want to be at home, my own company and stuff like that. And I turn around and been like, so like if someone rings me, I'll be like, oh, I can't talk to you right now. But, uh, the kids are playing up. When actually, I just want to sit in a quiet room mm-hmm. and cry.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what that's just like, shouting i have the time, me. but I just don't want to. <laughs> yeah. I
3: just want to be quiet. I
2: want to be on my own for a minute. Yeah, I just, I just rock in the I corner. I want to
3: just enjoy the silence of the humming of the washing machine in the laundry room.
2: If somebody says they've not used their kid to get out of something, then they are lying. 100%. The, the only problem is when they get older and understand that you're not meant to lie. So I've been called out from Cooper before. because Yeah, because I've said to somebody, oh, no, I'm really sorry. We can't come to that because um, whatever. And Cooper's gone. No, we're not, mummy. And I'm like, shh, shh. and then I, and then we got home, and he was like, "Mummy, you're not meant to lie. That's really naughty." And I'm like, "Yeah, I might not be getting any presents from Father Christmas then." Like in any, they start calling you out. Cooper's can like read a bit now as well. So like, there's this whole lie that you tell when the kids get a bit older of. Oh, we can't go to that park because it's closed. It says it's closed, but they don't know. They can't yeah, tell can't whether it says closed on, on the park. Now he's reading. Now it's he can read.
1: Open till six yeah, o'clock. Yeah
2: yeah. No, yeah, 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 yeah. But, and you can't lie to them anymore. And you can't tell them these things.
1: I
3: feel a bit bad for keeper. How much you it? <laughs> take taken to the park, mommy? Can we go to the park? No, once my coffee. We're going home.
2: Yeah, no, we're not. We're not <laughs> going to the park. Oh, God, I hate parks though because you can't relax.
1: Can you- I tell you my problem? I've got a couple of things about being a father that is really bumming me out. In the future. Yeah, go on. Aeroplane loos is one thing. What,
2: trying to change a nappy in there? I haven't
1: even thought about that, but the thing does flip down. (laughs) Yeah, it
2: does, but I mean, you've probably got about a millimetre of breathing space.
1: It is. I think aeroplane loos are the most revolting thing. I'm the one that spends quite a lot of time in an aeroplane loo, purely because I won't touch anything full stop.
2: Oh, so you like sanitising before you I don't even
1: sanitise, I just don't touch. I I literally, (laughs) I will do everything I possibly can, but foot to open everything, lock everything. <laughs> I mean, I, all the, the tissue rolls, get whatever, like that. The yeah. idea of putting my daughter on that loo mm. to go for a wee makes me want to cry. Like, yeah. it's so filthy, and everyone pisses all over them. If you've got turbulence, piss everywhere.
2: Yeah.
1: It's revolting. Yeah. And always, someone's always done a skiddy. Oh,
2: you know God, I mean and always.
1: You end up having to wee off the... I,
2: I would say a service oof. station is worse.
1: Uh, disabled loo, no?
2: Mm, always. Not yet, that, because... Every everyone, even though they shouldn't, goes to disabled blues. Parent parking though is like the best. Oh, I can imagine that. Yeah, it baby and baby and ba- ba- baby yeah. parking. I'm like, how, what's the age? No, off here. no
3: one places them anyway and then also have you not have, right, okay this is me being a bit more impetuous when you're younger however like you go and you're like no i'm picking a kid up
2: yeah 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 yeah. Like, i've just dropped them off oh
3: i have a kid i've just dropped them off at school yeah
2: well i do actually police them i am that person uh, you'll be like yeah i, I kind of love that do you know what i am a little bit i have been told off so many times for being that person because I, I hate injustice and you
0: know when they <laughs> see something i'm like how
2: dare they i'm gonna go and say something i'm gonna be that embarrassing moment who's gonna be like oh my god mum, just leave it please <laughs> my dad was exactly the same I'm Remember, we used to chase people around in the car if ever we saw like, a kid doing something wrong. And I would just have to sink into my seat and be like, Dad, f- you can't from my school. Please stop.
1: My dad was entirely the opposite. For starters, Dad taught us when we saw a pretty woman walking in the street, we'd have to shout crumpet out the window.
3: No,
2: That's stop right. it. so
1: unacceptable. So misogynistic. Stop. We had to do that.
2: No wonder you're gay. Uh, quiet. So like, <laughs>
1: crumpet. Like, then Mark Spencer car parking. Hedge end. Stop in it. Southampton. it. Uh, or he goes, in, in, like the disabled. we'd go in a disabled badge parking lot and, um, and dad would be like, limp, you have to. Like, no. And so we would have to limp to pretend that your dad was going to stop a disabled has child. A, your dad
3: has, does have a disabled badge. He though. does now,
2: he's oh, nearly 80.
1: Um,
3: can we just talk about the fact that your father just used to ensue a car chase when he oh, saw a kid doing kid, something wrong? a car chase. That's, blown. that's so bad. Kid, he
2: saw kids um, setting fire to a bottle bin. <laughs> right. And we, ch- we chased them. We chased them, he phoned the police, we chased them. There was this one time where um, cyclists f- flipped my dad off. Dad was in the car and um, he sped past the cyclist, stopped in the middle of the road, got out of the car and just waited for the cyclist to catch up to him, grabbed hold of his handlebars and just wouldn't let this guy go. He was like, what do you say to me? And made this guy apologise. Your dad sounds like, really scary. Your dad's terrified. No, if you meet him, he's not, actually. He's a. He gets all his lovely, anger lovely out man. on just yeah. random people. And he, people he, doesn't, he doesn't like injustice, and I am the same. He's, he's,
3: yeah, but there's like. You need you can't just go vigilante.
2: Yes. <laughs> see, this is what I've been told off for because it's like safety first, and I don't always think about safety first. No. Well, God. we're
1: now going to see your father in a kind of argument with Just Oil, Just stuff <laughs> Oil, in the next couple of weeks. It'll go everywhere.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it will Amazing. for anybody that knows my dad they'll totally relate to this um guys we're nearly at the end of the podcast thank you for coming on right. just be- before you go if there's any like advice to anybody out there that might be going through like the surrogacy journey same as you guys like is there anything you'd like suggest to them to help them on the journey
3: i must say my top bit of advice for that would be one if you know anyone no one else has gone through it personally just speak to them mm. because there's so much gray areas out there for like the actual knowledge that's available through companies is very expensive very difficult to actually garner what's relevant and then also like communities like on facebook groups or things like that and just talk to people who have actually done it don't get don't i would not necessarily initially go to a company first for the information
1: because it's expensive and also a bit misleading Mm. america's probably the easiest place to do it um but it's also the most expensive place to do it there isn't in between which i would say um cyprus Right. You can get more of a package deal in Cyprus,
2: uh, a bit cheaper, for and people. it
1: is better. And that's the northern side; of, that's the Turkish side. Right. Um, weirdly, the su- the southern side, which is the Greek side doesn't let you, oh, but the Turkish side does, oh. which is just a bit confusing it's a Euro- for Euro- European <laughs> it's just, thing. It's
2: a minefield, isn't it? Mm. Bonkers.
3: It is, but yes, it is that a minefield, is. but I just think if you like, and and so many people who've gone through it, like we 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 speak to people on social media and stuff like that, and a few people reached out that we've helped and it's it's because people have been through it and it's been hard i think people who have done that are only more willing to impart their knowledge
1: onto other people so 100 percent, just ask other people and also you can if you want to be a surrogate it is presently illegal to solicit or to advertise to be a surrogate in britain so talk to people in that area there are agencies you can go to and stuff like if you want to be a surrogate and you can do it legally up to 52 years old
2: you oh wow! Be. As
1: long as you're still menstruating, then you can be a surrogate, basically. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that, because obviously, remember, it's not your eggs. Yeah, of um, course. And of so course. basically, as long as the system is still working there, then you can be a surrogate. As long
0: as
2: your little oven is still cooking. Absolutely right. Yeah. Well, yeah. oh, thank do. you, boys. It's been so lovely having you. We love I you. love having my friends on. It's really. Nice. It's been a fun <laughs> to chat.
1: this is a nice way to wake up, isn't it? <laughs> there's Tarrantin? not many people in the world Back that we would come this t- far no. this early for. We, we, oh my
2: <laughs> gosh! I've not even said. I can't believe I've forgotten your podcast. Oh,
1: yes, yes, yes. Well, no,
3: that's what I was about to say. We're we're actually going after this to go and do an episode of our podcast.
2: Just tell me really quickly about your podcast.
1: So we have a podcast called Newly Dads, which is with Jamie Lang's company, which is kind of the the newlyweds and all that kind of stuff, um, mm-hmm. a group umbrella. We've got Newly Dads and basically it's for those 4am feeds when you're really tired and you want a laugh. Yeah. Sometimes it's terribly difficult and we, we we go through everything and we talk about everything. We have loads of wonderful people on. We've got Lawrence Lua uh, later on talking about nurseries and all that kind of stuff, but we've got some really funny stuff. It's, uh, it's basically our experiences, but all the ridiculous stuff and stories from the past, etc.
3: I think every, everyone will find it relevant because basically it's when you're a new parent and how your life changes and it's the dynamic between us and it's it's what it is to be a new parent yeah. and how your life was and how it is now and how you still keep a bit of what your life was and how you do the best for your children and all of that
1: also and, I break all the rules when it goes to it I always open a
3: bottle I, of wine I love
2: a rule breaker that's why I love you Ollie if
1: it's true I open wine and generally <laughs> we're recording <laughs> it we'll record at 2 o'clock on a Tuesday and that, so sorry that's only opening. You water. no that's fine <laughs> no, it's a bit early right now <laughs> early. We've got
2: 11.30 to, we've
1: got drinks from Nicole Scherzinger in 5 hours
2: so I would start name dropping our, there it goes literally there goes.
3: that's one of the things we have to sweep up off the floor after our podcast is Ollie's name dropping that's just true but I think it's basically our therapy isn't it for the week and we we go to the studio and we have three hours and we do that and it's just wonderful just to sit there and have a chat like this has been wonderful just to have a chat like this because it's a bit like you know we're all parents and it's kind of like
2: it's therapy it is therapy and it's lovely to hear it from two dads perspectives as well which there isn't much of that around not hugely so well done well done for jumping on that
1: thanks very much
3: what a USP what a USP
2: (laughs) Um, anyway guys thank you so much for coming on
3: thank you love you too
2: Thanks for listening to Mums the Word, the parenting podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button so you never miss an episode. We'll be back with another episode, same time, same place, next week.
0: Hold up.